Hello there, this is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hi, this is Jana Harrington Barkus. And this is Melissa Cowan. And we're with Hoofing It Podcast. And I'm so excited today, Melissa. Um, who do you have with us today? So today we have Dan and Marie LaRock, the co-founders for Rock Ranch. And they're located in Minnesota. That's what I was going to ask you. Where are they they at? So, Dan, Marie, are you with us? Yes, we're here. Right here. Okay, great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, Tell us, tell our audience um, a little bit about you guys. Like, I know you started this Rock Ranch, but let's start from the beginning. You kind of tell us your story. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. Rock Ranch started in 2016. And really, for years prior to that, I was... um, I just had this feeling that that we needed to do something with kids and horses and nature. And um, we live on a, a century farm in Hills, Minnesota. So my great-grandfather homesteaded the place where we live on. And my grandpa grew up there. My mother grew up there. And then our own kids grew up here. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So, yeah. So the history, I just love the history. My grandpa was... Uh, was a huge horseman. So I have memories of coming over to this place with um, either my three-wheeler or my dirt bike. And I would always catch he and my grandma on, on horses, or they'd be pulling something with horses and um, just a lot of, a lot of work in and around horses. So I, I just feel really blessed to have grown up with that kind of experience too, and, and witnessing my grandparents enjoy it so much. So, and so as our kids got older, And they got into high school activities and they were gone and they were driving to every activity they could think of. I just kind of kept having this tug, this pull at me to do something with horses and, and our farm and with kids. And, um, and one day, uh, Dan and I were up in Northern Minnesota. We have a lake home in Northern Minnesota and we were at a little, a little, um, boutique there and very exciting store for me. <laughs> Dan, was, Dan was sitting on a chair, taking all the little jam and jelly samples with his little sticks of pretzels. Oh, and, so it was a bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was quite comfortable. And I uh, just started looking through one of, the, you know, a bin that holds different prints and photos, pictures. And as I was flipping through those, I came across one and it was a scene of horses running. The horses look like the herd of horses we have here at Rock Ranch. And um, and the saying on it was, life is a journey. I will lead you in the way you should go. And it was from the, the book of Psalm. And at that time, everything in that entire store just, just stopped. And it just became me in this picture. And everything around me blurred out. And it was just a really impactful moment for me. And at that moment, I realized, you know, these feelings I've been having to do something with kids and horses and nature, I, um, I think this is a calling, you know, something, this right. is coming from the Holy Spirit. It's yeah, just it not something like in the back it. of my head. Yeah. So I bought that photo. I didn't tell Dan anything about it, <laughs> but I did buy the photo and I put it up in our bedroom and I prayed over that photo every morning and night and Finally, by the end of the summer, Dan and I were walking across our yard, and um, I finally brought up enough courage to to tell him, Dan, I just feel like I feel like we're being called to do something here and to formulate a program and that's going to help other people. And I shared some of my ideas, and 
I said, you know, I know I could do the programming piece of it, but the financial piece, I I cannot do. That is just not my forte. I'm not interested in it, and I don't know how to make that work. But I said, I do know how to do the programming. And he said, well, Marie, if you're having this strong of a calling, we need to answer that call. And And he said, I'd be more than willing to help with the business and the financial side of things. So that kind of took me off guard. I wasn't expecting so much support just right out of the gate with that. And then it kind of became real, like, oh, my gosh, really? Like, you're on board with this, too, that we're going to have to do something here. Yeah, she was kind of like, oh, no. He said, that sounds great. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I understand that feeling. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that's when we, when we formed in my history, I have a a bachelor's degree in psychology, and then I have a master's degree in speech and language pathology. So, um, so I worked several years in the, in the school systems, working with kids with, with special needs and in speech and language. And so I, from those years working in the school, I took a lot of, um, of those materials and I adapted it to something that kids could use while they're riding horses. So our first program is is called Ride Rock Ranch. And that is kids come for lessons ages six to 17. And uh, they, they learn how to do everything with horsemanship. You know, they, they're the ones grooming their horses. They're tacking their own horses up with the help of a volunteer. Um, We go over real basics of horsemanship as far as how to get your horse to go, how to get your horse to stop, how to turn right and left. And that's about all the further we get in our horse training and those lessons. The rest is done with, um, it has an educational component in it, an academic component. So we are really uh, cognizant about teaching um, memory skills, uh, following directions, sequencing, communication between them and the horses and, and them and their volunteers and other kids in the in the class, um, and just follow through and responsibility and and self-care and animal care. So we're able to hit a lot of those areas just during lessons. With that program, I'm just curious, is that similar to um, the the way that uh, there's a new program out now, and I believe it's empowering horse education or something like that, where you help kids with math and reading? Is it similar to that? Yeah, yeah. So we do, there are, there's like horse-powered reading and horse-powered math. Um, this is, and actually the founder of those two programs is from Minnesota also. And, uh, but this program is more, I would say it looks, you know, it's going to be titled that equine assisted learning and education. Mm -hmm. And, um, it kind of follows the, the path parameters, um, the professional association of therapeutic horsemanship. Mm -hmm. Um, but with that being said, it's, it's for anybody. So, um, a lot of the path centers, you know, is for people with disabilities specifically. And and the kids that we have come here, some certainly do have a disability of some type and some don't. And I, I like that as far as integrating both together. Yes. And um, I know I worked several years with with kids with disabilities. And um, the first time I worked at a, at a summer camp and there was one of our counselors there with me. Um, had cerebral palsy. He was in a wheelchair. And one of our first training nights, he had a good friend that was another counselor and they were goofing around. And 
before I knew it, she had him out of his wheelchair and was wrestling on the ground. And I was horrified. I thought, (laughs) oh my gosh, you are going to break this guy in half. What are you doing? And then throughout the summer, I got to know him really well. And he became a very good friend of mine. And um, it just made me realize you don't, people ought not to be scared of other people if they have a disability or if they look different or move different or talk different. You know, they're Um, We're all people. We're all people. So I like being able to incorporate um, all kinds of needs in our classes because I just think it promotes um, acceptance of of everybody. So it it seems to have worked. It's working out really well for us in that program here at Rock Ranch. And so you use the equine assisted learning for mental health as well. We do. So our Ride Rock Ranch is more of the equine assisted learning and education. And then We also have um, an equine-assisted counseling program, and we have four mental health counselors that we contract with, and uh, we follow the principles of EGALA and ARCH. So EGALA, Equine-Assisted Growth and Learning Association, Mm -hmm. and ARCH, Arenas for Change. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to have the founders of ARCH here at Rock Ranch, and um, and do some of their initial training. So we were with them from the very beginning. And we just heard a really great interview with Lynn Thomas on the Hoofing It podcast not too many <laughs> weeks ago. So uh-huh. yeah, Lynn's Lynn's a good friend, and we're grateful for her work with with Arch for sure. Yes, I thought super that's, fun. Yeah. We have we have such a fun job. <laughs> yes, we do. We get to connect everyone and mm-hmm. support people. It's just right up our alley. It is. <laughs> I you know. Get to learn what everybody's doing. Like a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We just really follow um, that programming, most specifically through Arch. And um, yeah, in summers we seem to have many more clients in that program than other types of the than other times of the year. Yeah, I just the things that we witness and see within that program specifically is just unbelievable. You know, it it can just be so powerful. That modality of therapy can be so powerful for so many people. And can you offer it year round? Or I know we talk to some people, some places, and, you know, they get a little limited in the winter of what they can do on what facilities. Mm -hmm. So what's your... yeah. We can offer it year round. We do have a beautiful indoor facility that's that's heated also. So, um, so on those really cold Minnesota days, we we can turn the heat on a little bit. It never gets over probably forty five degrees in here. We never want it to the horses to get too warm and mm-hmm. then go back out into the elements again. But right. we we are able to have year round services here. So that's fantastic. Um, that's, yes, that's wonderful. I feel very blessed to have that opportunity. Can you explain the ARCH program just a little bit more to our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. So the ARCH program, it really is really based on, on story. Um, they have a couple of the foundations that we use here as they're seen and they're heard um, aspects of it. And um, it's basically that program, we have a mental health professional in the arena or out in the pasture and equine um specialist so somebody who knows our herd of horses very well for safety to get things lined up and then um, and then we have our horses and our horses are really truly the true the true therapist in the whole equation here but we invite our clients to just simply observe the horse behavior there's no riding in that program there are no halters or ropes it's just simply watching horses in their natural environment their natural habitat 
And through that, being able to observe that, um, we asked the client to start to develop a story about what they might see. And so many times, well, the horses and anything in the arena or outside in the pasture, anything can become a character in their story. And it's a safe place for people to talk. It's an emotionally safe place for them to talk because everything we keep external onto the horses and onto the environment around us rather than going internal into their own being. So um, a good example of how this can can play out is one time we had um, we had one little pony, a little miniature horse in one corner of the arena. And in the opposite corner of the arena, we had two, we had three horses, regular average size horses. And as this client is, is watching these horses and watching the spacing and the distance from them and how they're, how they're arranged in the arena, just on their own. She said, you know, that little, that little miniature horse over there in that corner, that horse reminds me of my mom and she is in a nursing home right now. And, um, and she's going to die. And um, these three horses in the other corner, this is me and my two brothers. And we have been estranged from my mom for years. And I just have so much guilt because I know that we're going to be losing her soon. And I don't know how to bridge this gap between us. I don't know what to do with this. And then all of a sudden in this grouping of three horses, one of them starts walking toward this miniature horse on the opposite side of the arena and the two other ones begin to follow. And she says, that's me. I'm the one that needs to lead my brothers to my mom. I'm, I'm the one that needs to get us to make that first step to reconcile with my mom before she passes. And um, so just very powerful situations of how watching the horses and how your story can play out right in front of you and um, allows you to, to, think deeper into what may be going on in in your own in your own mind and what might be going on in your own life it's almost like you can see your whole life from a different perspective and uh yeah just very powerful yeah it gave me goosebumps hearing that story it's neat it's so cool yeah i love that i hadn't heard of that program um i run living life ranch and we were certified through elaine davis's unbridled faith which is in minnesota you might have heard of her you bet. Um, yeah. So we went through her program and we do things kind of natural at Living Life Ranch too, but I just love what you just described. That was just amazing. Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by Better Equine, the manufacturer of BE saddle pads, Bee Tree, pure and natural skin and body care products. LE Quarter Horses and Cattle Company offers tune-ups, riding lessons, colt starting, cattle doctoring, day work. And Living Life Ranch, located in Gardner, Kansas. Now, now we're, we're back. back. Are those the only two programs you guys have there, or do you do more? We have another program, too, called Senior Saddles. Before Marie talks about Senior Saddles, what I want to say okay. is the people the people she's going to describe to you are the most ill-behaved. Um, they need to go see the principal every time they come to us. <laughs> they are the wildest bunch of people we get in this, in this building at okay. any given time, and we absolutely love them. Oh. So she'll describe. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I tell you what, be careful when you're inviting residents of nursing homes and assisted living over because they can be pretty rowdy. (laughs) (laughs) I bet so. But they're so much fun. Our our building here at Rock Ranch, we have a conference room. So we often start out where um, a group of people will come from assisted living, nursing home, or you know, really any groups of people that are just interested in what we're doing here and interested into in in a horse experience. So um, we gather in our conference room and we'll have cookies and coffee and we'll talk about our histories. And and so many people coming from nursing homes, um, they grew up on farms with working horses. And, you know, they were in that transition between having working horses and, and having machinery to do their work. And so when they arrive at Rock Ranch and they see the horses and they're in a rural setting and they see the corn coming up and they see the cats and the dogs and just being in a rural setting, those memories start popping back to up for them. And it is amazing some of the stories that we'll hear about them growing up on the farm and how they use horses. And and so many people um, will say, yep, I remember I'd be getting all the work done with my horse while my dad and my brother were working on the tractor yet again. The tractor never worked, but those horses could always get the job done. And um, it's just such a gift because that generation just really won't be around for much longer oh, that that it was able to experience both sides of this and see the kind of progression that that has been made in just agriculture and 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 that whole that whole area. So we'll gather for coffee and cookies, talk about our history. So many of them grew up on farms. And then we come out to our arena and we have a deck in our arena where um, everything is handicapped accessible. And so they can participate either by sitting on the deck. We usually have a couple of volunteers riding horses, doing some demonstrations for them. And then we'll invite whomever wants to get on top of a horse again. And um, we have a lot of acres. I can't even tell you how many people over the age of 90 have gotten back on a horse here. And uh, they truly just light up. Um, That is amazing. I I can imagine it. I think that would be the coolest thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if if you've not witnessed the joy that emerges on the face of a 90 year old person who once again knows they're in a saddle on top of a, of a horse in a, in a engaging in a ride that they just love for their entire life. And it, they never thought they'd get to do that again. Well, we're able to do that with the help of some great volunteers in that program. And we get to watch the joy harvested on their faces all the time. We're grateful. Yeah, it's beautiful. That is what a blessing to have that facility that can stimulate, uh, everybody's mind, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. uh, and it's, is such a joy, uh, out here at our, uh, Battery Crane Ranch. We had a gal that I've trained all of her horses when I was younger and her dad had a love for horses and he was just getting really, really in bad shape. And, and she just wanted him to get on one time and again, and the, the, bright eyes and face and what what that did for him was amazing yeah they just light up don't they mm-hmm. well really i never got him off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i know do you guys I run know. into that too they don't want to get off <laughs> right right some of them will be like oh i'm okay because it's a little tight on their on their joints but right. other ones are like they just 
And it, it's so fun watching them get on too, because they, there's part of them that thinks they're still 25 and they can <laughs> swing that leg over that horse like like none other. And then, you know, they get kind of stuck halfway through. <laughs> right. That's what we were at. We were we got him on there and then we're like, okay, this is going to be tough to get him off. Because like you said, yeah. their hips, you know, some of them, their hips are stuff. But it was totally worth it, wasn't it? I mean, just, oh my. It absolutely is. And we have a great, um, we have a mountain block here made specifically for people with mobility issues. So we do have steps, but the steps are very shallow. So we've never had an issue getting people on and off, but some of them have had some really tight hips before. But luckily we have um, so many volunteers um, during those programs too. And we we have them flanked on all sides with our volunteers. <laughs> yes, that's so important, you know, yeah. just for safety and, and things. And and, and the different facilities that we talk to, it's fun to see what, you know, what, what you built to succeed. It is, it's fun. Yes. It's fun to tour different places and see what other people do for adaptations and how they can make things work um, the best. So that's always, it's always a treat when we can, when we have the opportunity to visit other barns to, to, to get new and fresh ideas. Yeah. We'll give a shout out to the shop program at our local high school, Hills Beaver Creek. Uh, the young men and women in that program helped build this for us, and they just did a wonderful job. But before we leave the uh, the senior saddles uh, program conversation, I I just want to share. We've got this picture this summer, and we'll send it to you. Please. Uh, it is it is of a 93 year old uh, woman on one of our horses with our lead instructor. And a three-year-old on one of our ponies. So there's a 90-year gap wow, between these it. two. How fun. Yeah, it's so it's so fun to watch them come together in that way. And and we're again grateful for the chance to have a place where they can do it. Yes. Yeah, I'll exciting. use that picture on your post. Yeah, that'll be fun. That will be fun. <laughs> what, yeah, so do, do you have other programs? Because this is a lot, you guys. You guys are doing amazing things. Yeah, thank you. Those are our three primary programs. Um, but then we also do other things. Uh, Girl Scout troops will come in for experiences. We have a lot of school field trips. 4-H and FFA. Mm -hmm. They come through in the in the wintertime. Uh, 4-H comes every Sunday and, and practices their horsemanship so their horses can stay in shape and, and fit all year round. Um, it gets pretty icy and snowy and cold and windy here in the winter. So um, you really need an indoor facility if you want to keep your horses in shape during the wintertime. Um, we also squeeze in a few hours of open riding so people with their own horses can can trailer them in and use our arena in the winter months also. So it's sometimes a juggling act to get... Um, all of those activities scheduled, you know, yes, within, within, yeah. but it does, it does keep, it keeps busy. The arena keeps busy and that's, and that's what we wanted, you know, and mm -hmm. we wanted to be able to share it with, with our communities nearby. And, um, we just wanted people to use it for, for its intended purpose. And, and there's just, as you guys know, too, there's just so much healing power in horses and, um, to be able to give people an opportunity um, to have that year round was, was important to us and to give people the opportunity to, to experience that, what, the, who wouldn't normally be able to experience that. So for our riding program, we get a lot of kids from, 
from the city, <laughs> from from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Brandon, South Dakota, and Laverne, Minnesota, and, and bigger towns, those city kids that don't have the opportunity to be in a rural setting. And uh, I just really treasure um, my youth and growing up on a farm in the rural community and uh, just everything that comes with it. And I've just always been passionate about sharing that with others. And I think there's just a lot of peace and solace that people um, young and old can gain from them. Yes. I just think that's amazing what you guys are doing there. And, you know, I don't know many places that do all the things that you do. That's, that's great. And then how you got involved with the seniors. I, I think that is mm-hmm. so cool. Well, we, we appreciate uh, you allowing us to shine a light on it. We, uh, we love being there for that population, our neighbors, um, you know, who are all, you know, getting getting on in years, and and some of their days are are devoid of a little bit of joy. You know, if they're if they're in a if they're in a center or in a home, they don't have a ton of field trips. If we can be that field trip for them in a in a month that they talk about for the next month, it's just mm-hmm. fantastic. And uh, yeah, so we're we're grateful for a chance to to serve that population and and Lord willing, serve them well. Yeah, well, I yes, that's great. Yeah, I think it's great mm-hmm. that you followed. I, I believe God led you to this. It sounds like from your experience in the beginning with that picture, and I, I'm glad you listened and t- faced your fear there and for the, a minute. Yeah. All the all the <laughs> folks they're they're helping. So tell our listeners how they can reach you because I know they're going to want your contact information. You bet. Online, our website is Ride Rock Ranch. Org, and we've got access to all three programs and some pretty detailed information along with a pretty a pretty good about us video so they can get a feel for who we are. We're also uh, very active on social media. So there are social media links from our website to our Facebook page, our LinkedIn page, and our Instagram page. And folks can keep up with us on social media if they'd like. Uh, but the great connection point would be that website, www.riderockrand.com. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so yeah. much for joining us today. Yes. We were really Absolutely. excited to meet you. Yeah. Well, we're grateful for the chance to meet you, and uh, we uh, we're looking forward to a trip coming up where Marie and I are going to be in Kansas City, Missouri, and we may need to come down and check your places out. Oh, that'd be that'd awesome! Be great. Well, yeah. You're welcome. You're yes. welcome. Just let there us know. Go. Subscribe with us to follow our podcast, and please provide a review. We appreciate your positive feedback, which enables us to provide our free podcast to you. You can find links to the website at ehalnews.com. Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock.